We've got a show, I think. I think we've got a show. I'm confident. Can you read my writing from there? Never. But what I do is I reflect upon our detailed pre-editorial meetings and <laughs> it all comes back to me. <laughs> was I, I don't think I was here for that. Was <laughs> The, the meet, are you talking about what we just what that, that 30 <laughs> seconds we just took then? Shh. Okay. Don't sorry, sorry, I was wrong. It was two minutes. <laughs> it's only two minutes because you had to write the structure down. Yes. It's great to be here. Well, should we do a show? Absolutely. That's what we're here. I'm, uh, I, while I like it, everything, Trevor, I'm not just here for the uh, to say good day. I'm here to record a, the Two Blokes Talking Tech episode 415. So are you that saying right? that if the roadcaster <laughs> wasn't here and there was no microphones here, you wouldn't be I'd be in my car now going dash. home, yeah. Right. I'd be yeah. in my car going yeah. home. Oh, I, I, I <laughs> and would, you wouldn't? Let's be clear, I wouldn't have stuck around. There you go, yeah. All right, fine, no, fine. We just... Uh, fine, no, fine, fine, fine. Welcome fine. to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Episode 415, Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden. We'll tell you all about them shortly. Stephen Fennec, g'day. Hello, Trevor. We are on uh, level five of number four broadcast way. Yeah. The um, it's a, it's quite an amazing place because this area used to be the ABC. Mm. So the ABC broadcast tower is here. Uh, there used to be a couple of buildings here which have been knocked down, and rather than knocking down for apartments or anything, because the broadcast tower has to stay here mm. so that they can broadcast so they the can, television. Uh, broadcast, yeah. um, broadcast Australia own that tower now and that infrastructure. They've built new buildings around it, which are essentially media companies. So Fox yeah. Sports have a five-story building here on the Pacific Highway, and on the top level, strangely to me, the top level is not you know Fox Sports executives; it's Ko. Ko. I was here a year ago in this very room. Chatting with Julian Ogren, who we'd known from Amazim yeah. um, when he was when he was the boss there after Rolf, and that was t- took off, uh, and he started here at Ko and this like sports streaming service. Yeah. Like it was, to be honest, at the time it was this weird kind of uh, how's this going to go? What is this service? So we've both come back a year on, celebrating a year of Ko. We both interviewed uh, Julian. You'll be able to hear Stephen's interview uh, on Tech Guide and. Mine, I don't know. I'll put it on EFTM maybe. <laughs> if, you, if you feel like it. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how we go. <coughs> yeah. um, and, and I think it's an interesting reflection. It's interesting to look back on a year of KO because by my recollection, look, reading things like the News Limited annual report, as of November the 5th, they have 402,000 paying subscribers. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's a big number. Well, they didn't confirm that after a year. They did haven't confirmed the figures officially from through KO. There would have been a little bit more since then. Maybe not. See, this yeah. is the interesting thing about that date, right? That was the date of the News Limited thing, yeah. uh, corp and uh, quarterly profits. But it's interesting because that was the peak, right? You have the NRL finals. So let's say you signed up uh, for KO around the NRL final season or yep. AFL final season, uh, and you had your, you know, your one month. Who's to say you haven't disconnected since then? Yeah, uh, the supercar. I don't know. There's a bunch of things that have stopped. Yeah. So this is one of the constant. So they, they do the racing carnival too. They would have had the racing, and so would have gone into know. the spring carnival. Uh, not a lot of spring carnival stuff on okay. on on Fox style streaming, but but it's just a lot of sport. And how many people have said uh, to me? They said, "Look, if it wasn't for sport, I wouldn't have Foxtel." Yeah. And now there's this service that just lets them have sport. And you know, it's Julian said to, to me, yeah. Foxtel has thirty percent of Australian homes. That's a big market. Yeah. But the other seventy percent. Well, how do they get access to all these great sports? And mm. twenty five bucks a month now. Now that you look at it, so it's the most expensive streaming service outside yeah. of say Foxtel now. But I just don't count yeah. that for now. It's the most expensive single streaming service, but it's also feature heavy. I mean, I can watch every single practice session of Formula One, every single session of V eight mm. supercars. There's multiple camera angles in Formula One and supercars. There's additional angles in in different sports. I mean, it's an amazing platform. And what's staggering, and I think. A lot of people don't probably realise is the whole thing is built here. Mm. Like there's a development team around the corner. They're building yeah. this app from scratch. They've built a platform called mm. Stream Motion, and it's the platform through which people sign up, um, they interact through with the company, and they watch the thing. And that's going to be used for a, another Foxtel service, a drama service as well. So, like it's an epic story, really. Yeah. In, in well, one year, did, I reckon they won an award, didn't they? Best user experience at yeah. these awards in Madrid. The OTT awards. Yeah. So, and the award is dead set heavy enough to kill three people. The award so is heavy. It is. It's yeah. like a brick. But uh, yeah, good on them for that. That's so. Uh, in, in their first year, they're, they're off to a flyer, and 
a lot of interesting stats they've produced, though, uh, as yeah. a result of the, the year. Now, I'm yeah, going to yeah. start with this one, right? Okay, yeah. The you, biggest user from New South Wales yeah. was you streamed 483,360 minutes of content. Now, I worked this out. I did the calculations here. Mm. That is 335 straight days of viewing. Now, it, to be clear. Was that you? <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? To be clear, a user is an account. So you can have five different, like Jackson, me, yeah. Victoria. We've all got different Mate, users. That's solid usage, though. That's like dead set relay race, pan the baton. Okay, Here's your turn to watch. Know. Here's one I know. I want to know. Is that bloke sharing his account details with his mates? <laughs> well, like, is it actually but four how many, mates? Well, how many can you do, can you have? How many profiles? You can have four, four or five. Yeah. Okay, so so it's like four or five between mates between them. Sharing. It must be a shift worker. They must be watching around the clock. That's probably a good theory because there might be a bloke who's who's like a shift worker works at night. He's watching during the day. Then his other mate t- takes comes home from work in the afternoon and watches during the night. Uh, mate, you're, so, you're suggesting they all live under the same roof. Well, I don't know. It could know. be just sharing the old account. Well, exactly. It could be. But, but solid numbers. That is it, mate. And you like, think, you second think, was... <laughs> you think that's the biggest number? I think the fact that 27,000 people watched Nathan's hot dog eating con- contest <laughs> is staggering to me. What about the people who watch the chess boxing? 26,778. Filthy. Can they I ask a question? They, did, no, they, is, they didn't release the numbers on my chess, Daniel Ricciardo what is, interview. What's chess boxing? I have no idea. So you play chess and then you box around? How does that work? I'm going to have to, have to investigate. I'm going to have to look it up now. Chess boxing. Chess boxing. And, um, but uh, run th- talk about some of the other stats. I'm going to look up the chess boxing. Yeah, the well, KO. the most watched AFL games were Richmond v Geelong preliminary final. Mm-hmm. The most watched NRL game was the West Tigers v Sharks round 25. I'm trying to think why that would be. I'll tell you why that might have been. No, no, that wasn't his home game. It was someone's last. No, I think it was Paul Gallon's last game for the top for the Sharks. Ah. Yes, because the previous round was his last home game. Uh, number two most watched NRL game is the Roosters v Storm preliminary final, and uh, the fifty-seven different sports watched over two hundred different series, sixty-five million hours streamed since launch. And we saw, already talked about the biggest user. You know, he mustn't have a job or sleep, that person or Life, persons. Wife, yeah, <laughs> anything. That's right. Uh, and yeah, delivered over KO Mini. So these are 25 to 30 minute highlight packages. So that's pretty good. Eh? So after the live event, you can consume a little they've highlight got a team, package. They've got an editorial team here that watch, say, Cricket Test yep. day, day one. And they will clip together all the bits, like the big hits, the outs, the whatever, yeah, right. and they'll put it into a little mini. And those are available to watch as KO minis. That's smart. Twenty-five Very to smart thirty way minute to create content. package. That's yeah. really cool. That's why they've got so many people working here. Have you seen how many people are out there? Mate, wow. I respect the fact that it's not all offshore. Yeah. You think about it's it. Like done you, here. you know as well as anyone, yeah. development is expensive, and yep. you know what? You can get people who can write code all around the world, and they're cheaper. Yeah. But you know, Julian said to me, you know, we've built a platform, uh, and. It's you know obviously working really well. It's won an award, and now we're desirable as a place to work. Like people yeah. who are dev engineers want to work here. Absolutely, and a bit of trivia for the listeners: the two blokes actually had a background. Their careers, background career before they did tech was sport. That's right. So you were with your with your good mate Ray Hadley yep, on the, the continuous, continuous call, call team. team. Yep. I used to be sports editor of the Daily Telly. I was before, executive uh, producer of sport and special events at Radio there TV. There you go. See, so the blokes have got solid sport credentials. Not, we're not just we're not just in the tech world, so we are preceded with our sports it's knowledge. Quite weird, really, isn't it? That yeah. we, we both have that. <laughs> I I'm look. I'll, I won't lie. I've been I've been trying to work out chess boxing for some okay. time now. While we've been chatting, yeah. Um, what I've found is a, a KO event, um, which is a boxing ring. Yeah. Uh, there's a chess table in the middle. <laughs> I'm watching it now. Yeah. The blokes are dressed. They're in robes. They're as in their boxing boxers. robes. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, they play a game of chess. Yeah. I assume. Um, I I honestly I can't work it out. Now I they're boxing. My I don't rule, know what happens. My rule would Checkmate. be: yeah, no. If you if you Up. take a piece, if you you take one of your opponent's pieces, you get you're allowed to punch him in the face, <laughs> and vice versa. So, I reckon we should have a game of chess box. You want a game of chess box? Are you getting good at chess? No. <laughs> oh, let's play Are chess. Yeah, I've, I've played, but I'm not a genius. Well, I've played, but I'm not a genius. It, it, mate, it, my son. It's playing. a solid incentive to, to be a good player, isn't it? <laughs> not getting punched in the face. 
That'd be awesome. What about the fact that you've just you're desperate? Oh, no, no, here it is. So I'm sorry, I've just brought it up. So now <laughs> there's there's a there's a virtual chessboard showing on the screen. Yeah, Mike's wearing headphones. I don't Come even understand. On. When are they going to punch each other? Now, well, this is okay. So what, this bloke, the bloke with the black, is clearly winning. Uh, yeah. No, losing because he's only got a, a knight and a queen left. Ah, um, is the trick you got to hold your piece with a boxing glove on, which is a challenge anyway. Yeah, oh, hang on. Oh, geez, I don't understand. Chess boxing. Five rounds of boxing. I think they have five rounds of boxing. Hang I, on. Five rounds of boxing, then three minutes. No, I don't understand. I think my rules would have been better. Just you piece, lose a piece, lose you a get piece, a punch in the face. Punch in the face. <laughs> or you could just choose head or gut. Head or gut punch. Well, you'd take gut every time, wouldn't you? Well, punching the gut's painful. You can get winded. Do you want to try it now? I'll show you. I don't know, but I just feel like <laughs> head or gut. the visual aspect is... Hey. It's less of a, less of a, okay, yeah. here's what I'll do. I'll go to Wikipedia for us. Okay. Chess boxing. We're spending a lot of time on chess Is a boxing. hybrid <laughs> that combines two traditional pastimes, chess uh, and boxing. A, a no. cerebral board game and boxing of physical sports. The competitors fight in alternating rounds of chess and boxing. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to be pretty sharp between the ears, but it's also particular. be able to hold your hands up. Well, that's the thing. If you get smashed all the time, you're going to start to struggle with your pawns and your bloody so hang on. Imagine training for this thing. Oh, hang on. What, what day do I have to train? I've got to train chess today. Let's have a chess game. Then oh, I've got to train boxing. Got popular to in Germany, the United Kingdom, India and Russia. I'm going and, to send this to Jackson, who's been playing. And 26,778 people watching. Who's it. been playing chess at school, apparently, ah, and doing so okay. There's a future for him in chess boxing, you reckon? Well, it's not, like, of all the sports, it's not the, chess is not the sport I would have well, chosen Here's for the him. thing, too. If you're a chess boxer at school, you're not going to get bullied. If you're, just a, <laughs> if you're just a chess player, if you're on the chess team, the chess team was like you're a nerd. Yeah. But, yeah, mate, I'm on the chess team, but I'm also a chess boxer, so get this India, Boom. Yeah. Who knew? How's that? KO, your highlight was chess boxing. How good's that? I mean, it just, it, as I said, they haven't published the numbers for my Daniel Ricciardo interview, but I'm pretty sure they Oh, so you offered that up I'm, for... for uh, pretty, uh, it was on KO, yep. Yeah, yeah so that was, was played up. I'm yeah, sure right. it was more than the hot dog eating comp. <laughs> you think so? I hope so. Yeah, right. Quite nervous now. <laughs> I want to find so out. So how did you say so you just offered that to them or they asked you for yeah, it? Yeah, I offered it to them, yeah. Here's some free content for you, is that what Yeah, you exactly. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'd you got EFTM stamps all over it? No, I took those off. Did you? Yeah, Why? As, as a part of the rights deal. Oh, right. So, okay. I, like, I just wanted more people to see it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know? So, why not? Absolutely, mate. Big, big numbers. Um, here's the one thing that we haven't mentioned that, that is a strong point for KO. An under 10 second latency. Yes. Now, that means that if a ball is kicked into a goal at a soccer match at Homebush Stadium. Yep. And you're sitting at home. You see that ten seconds later, the live stream. No more. Yeah, yeah. In fact, a, a lot of the time, the average is three point four six seconds, right? Which is nothing. Hey, that's quick. Now, digital radio. Like if you're listening to the radio station mm. broadcasting on DAB, yep. I'm telling you it's more than four seconds. Yeah, that's <coughs> right. So, so yeah. The I reason know, for that yeah. is, you know, in this digital world, uh, analog was just amazing technology where it just turned it into a picture or sound and put it out. It was, Almost zero yeah. latency. Yep. Digital needs to be converted into something digital, needs to be sent away, and it needs to be con- re uh, down converted or, or um, extracted at the other end. Yep. And the, the 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 ability to create a low latency in digital is a very very big deal for sport because it's one of the reasons a lot of people don't like it. You know, you uh, you're like behind the times. You get a tweet notification before you you know before the goal happens. But if if you're watching, so if you're watching um, digital. TV. Mm-hmm. So if I'm watching Channel 90. Yep. And back when there was analog and digital. Yeah. Digital was always behind. A few seconds behind. Yes. So what about if I'm watching? If I'm watching on Fox Live. Yes. And free to air live. You know how they they both they'll, did they'll the leak. They'll be. They'll both they have. Both be that neither of them will be actually live. They'll both be. A but second, one will be slightly quicker than the other. So out, but you'll, you'll find them split slightly second. different. Yeah. Okay. It, it might be a split second, but yeah, there's right. still a conversion involved in what Foxtel do as well. Interesting. Fascinating stuff. I knew we could get a tech a tech angle out of it. Absolutely. <laughs> did, did you mention, sorry, I might have been on the chess boxing research, but 29 concurrent streams delivered on the 7th I of did September. mention that. I yep. mean, that's a big number. That's like having 29 TV channels. Yeah. Broadcasting live at one time. Pretty good. That's crazy. More than 435 product releases, so new sports and stuff that they release. That's just when they're updating the app. Yeah. You know? the, oh, so they, the updates. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So The dev team's been very busy. That's more than one a day. They're very um, respondent to user yeah. feedback. Well, I suppose they had to be after year one. That's what one of the questions I asked. I said, look, steep learning curve year one, but what does year two hold? He goes, well, we've learnt a lot about how people want to watch it and how we can deliver it. Yeah. So expect even more improvements for year two. 
Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating stuff. Very right. nice. Listen to Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, Optus, uh, Optus put out a uh, some interesting uh, news earlier in the week about mobile plans, and not just any mobile plans, but they, they had the ability to build your own plan, but then they've also got some pre-built plans, yep. but also a, a, like an executive-level Optus we've gotta One go, network. We've got to go straight to the Optus plan. One plan, because yeah. first and foremost, it's this is all new, so there's no other plans. These are their plans from now. Like Vodafone, like Telstra, they've thrown the baby out with the bathwater, and they've gone, here's the brand new look. <laughs> their biggest... Their their best their most expensive plan is only a hundred and nineteen dollars. Yeah. Now that that's and that their gets you one hundred and twenty gig five hundred gig, gig of data. Yeah. Wow. Ten gig roaming, yeah. unlimited calls to thirty something countries yeah. and texts, uh, and a personal customer support officer. But also too network priority. This is what what does that mean? Well, you know, I'm surprised this didn't get picked up more in the nerdy. Annoying tech press who go on about. <laughs> so in other words, you and I didn't do it. Uh, well, we did. <laughs> I mentioned it. I'm talking about the the people that go on about net neutrality. Right. Right. Net neutrality is the the basis or the fundamental principle that all traffic on the internet should be treated the same. So what they're saying is, if you're at Optus Stadium in Perth and you're a Telstra customer and it's congested, bad luck. If you're an Optus customer, it's congested. Well, if you're paying the big bucks, you get priority. So you get the you're you're in the like the uh, the bus lane. Yes, on the that's road. exactly how I described it in my article. It's like putting yeah. a bus lane in the bandwidth. Wow. I think it's fascinating. I I think well, you know if what you if you're paying the 120, they want to monetize that uh, that advantage. Then yeah, yeah. But the idea of a personal customer support officer is interesting to me because I don't you know, how how often do you actually call the telco anyway. But when you do call, it's like well I need this done. Yeah, that person will handle it, and that person will call you back. And that person's in Australia too. I understand. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to call a call centre. But 119 bucks is a lot of money. You don't need to pay that much because their 39 dollar plan is 10 gig of data. Now I don't want to break it to you. 95 percent of people, 10 gig is plenty, plenty for 39 dollars. It is I think pretty that's good. really good value. So with the uh, but what what fascinated me was the the build your own plan. Yeah, which is so in the Remember past. Remember this with prepaid. Vodafone did this with prepaid. Yeah, they did too. Yeah, yeah, they did too. And now you can choose you can choose the amount of data that's included, whether you want international calls or and how many how much. Yep. And also how much international roaming, roaming. data. And what I also find interesting is that it's a month-to-month proposition. So you can yep. change month-to-month. So if you've got a trip coming up, yep. you might say, right, January I'm going to Vegas. I want more data for January, or uh, the kids are on holidays. I'm gonna have to. They're gonna be bugging me for my phone in the cafe. No, no, more another, data. Another example: we're moving house, or we're we're on holidays for for a few weeks this month. Don't we're have gonna, internet. We don't have internet. We're yeah. gonna go onto the 119 dollar plan. I got 500 gig. We'll just yeah. hotspot that bugger. So that's that. That's really cool how they can they can do that, uh, and also to the international calls. There's a lot. I think the the problem with pre-built plans and Optus have them as well. Yeah. But the problem with some pre-built plans is that there are these inclusions in it that you're not going to use. So That's you're right. kind of paying for something you're not using. But let, let's talk about the the pre-built plans as yeah. they call them. These also come with content inclusions, though. Apple Music, Optus Sport, and pretty generous data allowances as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think what's critical here is this is literally a fresh start. So, again, there is no yeah. contract. So, following Vodafone and then Telstra, yes. there are no contracts anymore. Now, yes, you can still get a phone on a contract, but yeah. you're, what you're doing is you're paying that phone off. And yeah, at any it's, just point, a, it's just an interest-free loan for at, one, two, or three years. At any point, you can say, I'm done, and you pay off the rest of the phone, and it's yeah. yours, and you, you're, not, you're not required to stay with Optus with your yeah. plan. Which is but good. most importantly, if you sign up to a new iPhone on the $89 plan, and two months later, you go, hey, I don't need this much data. You just drop down to the 39. There's no change. There's no drama. You just change plans. Yeah. It's like it's fundamental. It's the simple thing. And I actually think this is probably the best thing Optus have done in years in terms of reinvigorating their mobile brand. Because they've done very well. But, you know, I did that mobile survey a few months ago. And Optus have a large customer base by that, by that research that I did. I don't think they're doing badly as it is. I think this is a solid slide at, at Telstra. Absolutely right. I think, in, and it's also too. We should mention five G. If you've got a five G phone, this is for five G coverage as yep. well. So at the moment, no premium for five G usage yet. Yeah. Could be next year, like Telstra are going to do that next year. Yeah. Uh, I think now the balls in Vodafone's court. Now, what do they do? 
when are, when are they going to go 5G? Obviously not in 2019. Who's that? Vodafone. Yeah, well, look, they have to wait They've for the They've got the dramas for the cheapy G. How, that's dragging on, isn't it? Well, How, what's the latest with that? that? The federal court's, you know, gone back to, you know, reserve judgment. So I think it's February, at worst January, we'll find out their decision. And it's then a matter of does whoever wins or loses appeal, you know? Because, yeah. again, that's an option. I'm sure so. they will. Well, I don't know. Look, I've got to be honest. And, you know, I side with Vodafone pretty heavily on this because it's just such a waste of taxpayers' money the ACCC to spend all this time and effort yeah. just to block a merger based on the fact that TPG were going to build a network. They were never going to build a network. And even if they did, it was never going to be a proper competitive network. Mm. So on that basis, just move on. Seriously. Yeah. It's, we're better off with, with Vodafone and TPG merging and being strong to compete with Telstra and Optus than having a you know, minuscule third player and a nothing fourth player. Yeah, well, it, look, it's made it's made it interesting anyway. The, the Optus move, Telstra's move, yeah. Vodafone, you know, still hopefully five. I think they'll soon. build five G at the right time because yeah. you know it's not really uh, an issue right now. What they I are think behind, they are behind that, aren't they? They're, yeah, they're, they're losing ground. Not not the customers. I don't are, think they're losing not the ground. customers are losing network, moving networks for five G. I yet. don't think anyone's moving networks, yeah. rushing around for five G because you've got to stand in one spot with your foot in the air and one arm, you know, bend it. But in twenty twenty, we're going to see a lot more five G devices. Sure, but again, you're not going to you're not going to have five G. For three to four years, ubiquitous mm. like it is now. Well, according to Optus, though, by March 2020, they're going to have 1,200 5G sites. Yes, but do those 1,200 sites replicate 1,200 4G sites? No. Yeah, because but I 5G think, doesn't uh, work the same I way. think Optus is sort of more focused to also offering the home, home broadband, broadband service, which my I've, brother's got. The missing My younger story, brother Michael's got it. The missing story with the Optus 5G mm. is they're lengths ahead of Telstra. Yeah. Lengths ahead in coverage. Like a long way ahead. So... Yeah, I think it's a it's an interesting battle ahead, and you're right. Vodafone are at the back of that battle, but yeah. I don't think it matters to it's them at this a, point. It's not a it's not a deal break of a customer. We're still Vodafone customers, and the fact that we can travel anywhere we want without having to worry about the, their roaming costs Mate, and no things. No bones about it. That's the number yeah. one reason I'm still a Vodafone customer is just because I don't want to have to deal with roaming issues. Yeah, totally right. Me I want too. The data. Me too. Two blokes talking tech. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech is proudly supported by our mates at Uniden, and they have just released the Uniden Guardian AppCam Solo PT. This is the first completely wire-free, rechargeable home security camera that can pan and tilt. That's what PT stands for, by the way, in the title, pan and tilt. It can pan 355 degrees and tilt 140 degrees. It also comes with a solar panel. So it is always going to be working. And because of the pan and tilt ability, can monitor a much wider area in your home, could potentially uh, cover the area that would normally take two cameras to cover. Uh, and the, the, so the having the solar panel too will give you uh, hours and hours, well, unlimited use during daylight hours so that you're not having to stuff around with your battery. Also, too, on board, of course, is their thermosense, which means it can only give you the notifications when it, not when it notices both heat and movement. Nothing worse than getting these false notifications from a security camera. It's also, too, got, a, of course, night vision. It is weatherproof, of course, can record directly to an SD card or to the cloud. Has the two-way audio as well, so you can talk to people that are near the camera also. It is going to be available in the coming weeks, so keep an eye out for that. But if you want to find out more details, check it out at uniden.com.au This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Uh, MBN released a bunch of new information out of their wholesale pricing consultancy. So they, this is a, such a challenging story because punters, you and I, we don't actually have a bill with the MBN. We don't get uh, an invoice from the MBN. We don't. We're not. We don't interact not with the MBN. We only interact with the retail service That's correct. provider. Yeah, right. We have we have retail or ISPs. RSP. Yeah. I still call them ISPs. Who gives a rat's yeah. shit? Telstra, Optus, Vodafone, IONET, yeah. Aussie Broadband. All those. So who are you companies. with? Uh, uh, Aussie Broadband. I'm with Optus. Um, so we get a bill from them, but the problem is the the re those retailers, uh, those you know telcos have been very unhappy with the the overall pricing structure. They've wanted vast changes to the pricing structure to make it more competitive for them, make them make more money, and also make them offer higher speed. So the MBN took months and months and months to consult on that, and they've come back with some changes. Now, fundamentally, my read of it is there's actually some pretty serious changes happening at a network level. Then there's uh, some changes in the way the bandwidth is delivered in each area, and then there's the pricing. Mm -hmm. Firstly on pricing, prices for the higher speed plans, 
100 meg uh, are going to come down. So the 100 yeah. slash 40 plan today will still exist, but there's a new 100 slash 20 plan, yeah. which means 100 down, 20 up, yep. which could be about 10 or 11% cheaper. So we're talking for the customer, yeah, 10 bucks, 8 could bucks. Be. Yeah. So yeah. it's not a huge amount, but, but it's something. It's a big percentage. Like yeah, it, it'll something. make it. It'll make and but what it'll do is it'll mean more companies are aggressive in selling that higher plan. Yeah. So there's a lot of people on the 50 plan right now. Yeah. You know, MBN wants more people on the 100 because it's going to help our overall stats and numbers and things. Yeah. So you're going to see over the next few months, it'll start early December, but mainly through the early part of New Year. Big marketing push on getting you onto the higher speed plans. P- yes. Possibly great deals. Is that that done. Hot, 100 hot 100 campaign they're going to do? From, from the, the NBN are going to market it as the Hot 100, and then the telcos can individually market options. So, so, so with the 120, is that because customers think, well, as long as I've got the download, I don't really care about upload? Is that so that it is that also put less strain on the, on the network for slower uploads? Customers still get the fast download, slightly slower upload. Is that sort of a, a segment a, they want to capture? I think it's a capture? network configuration thing that says we can we can absolutely offer better better speeds if we don't uh, have the ratio of uploads yeah. as, as high. It was a very and dense release. Did you like? It took some uh, translating. I, I, I rang yeah. and said, "Listen, I, I I spoke to six different telcos after I got the release because yeah. I didn't understand it. <laughs> I wanted to understand was it good or bad. Yeah, you know. Now every telco I spoke to except Telstra, yeah, very happy. Oh. Like, Why weren't you know, Telstra happy? What's oh, up? What's because got, they're never happy. What's up with them? They're never happy. Right. Because you know what? They're the they're the market leader, and they don't want to lose that share. Let's let's be honest. That's yeah. why all the other telcos they're are protective of their they, margin. They can gain customers at the higher rate. Right. Telstra don't want that. Tel, but Telstra also rightly pointed out that there's been no changes in the lower end. So yeah. for the for the twelve and twenty five speed plans, bugger all incentive, no real changes. Yeah. And from Telstra's point of view, they think there should be more. Voice-only services. So the 12 yeah. plan is essentially a voice-only service. There's hundreds and thousands of people, especially the elderly, who don't need internet. They just yeah. need a phone. And Telstra that's, is that's struggling one to offer of, them that. I get asked that question three, four times a week. How do you I answer wa- it? I want to I convert to, can, can I have a landline without the NBN? And I will say, no, you can't. You can have a very small plan. And what I you say can have then a low-speed plan and go for it. What I say then is, it. get a buddy mobile. Yeah, yeah no, I that, that too. Unlimited calls yeah. and texts. yeah. You but can I, get it for like ten or fifteen bucks. But, I think, bucks but I think a lot of people like to call overseas and and and, and that sort of stuff. So that's concerning. It's something they've had for most of their life, and they want to keep. It. They want to keep it. Now, what I noticed with this, uh, what they're going to introduce too, and uh, a they're going to introduce a two two fifty slash twenty five dollar bundle discount. So does that exist already? Not so many. Only are, only three or four tokens offer this, don't they? Yeah, because you've got to have a certain. You've got to be fibre to the premise in most cases. Right. You might start to get it on fibre to the curb. Yeah. Um, and it slowly will roll what out. What have you got? Oh, you got HFC, haven't you? So it'll slowly roll out the higher, even higher speeds. Yeah. The thousand plan, I think, is going to halve in price by fifty percent, but that's not the real people. Giddy the real, up, real people. How many people can get that? Exactly. So yeah. The, the other you need one, to be outside in. House to the other get thing was about how bandwidth is distributing, and this is really dense and complicated, but there's 121 points, points of interconnect. Of interconnection. POI. Just think of them as large groups of suburbs, right? So yes. I'm I'm in a very different POI to, to Stephen, me. right? Yes. Now what happens is Optus, let's use Optus for example. Yep. Optus say we want, you know, ten gigabytes of bandwidth in that area, Steve's area, and ten in Trev's area. Yep. But if they've got a hundred thousand customers in my area and fifty in yours, yeah. Mate, you're going, going to get good. much better speeds. I'm going good. Yeah, but they are required. How it's, how it if be. they want to service customers in yes. every area, they have to choose an amount of bandwidth in every area. What's going to change is they can say, no, no, we just want this much bandwidth across the country. Yes, and so it can be dynamically, essentially sorted so throughout how their they, network. How they described it, and I'm going to translate here for our listeners: national pooling of CVC, which is connectivity virtual circuit. Is the so rather than it being limited to the points of interconnection that you mentioned, yep. it's now going to be on a national basis, the national pooling. That's right. So, and the benefits of that would be that there is sort of it's a fairer distribution of so the of the. Of I the spoke bandwidth. to one telco that said to me, "Look, here's what happened uh, during I think the Cricket World Cup. Yep. There's an outer suburb of Melbourne which has a densely Indian population. Oh. During one of the you know pre-season games or during one of the games, the Indian like." Indian game was streamed heavily. Yeah. So that 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 poi, that point of internet was was densely, you know, wow. in use. Yeah. And the the next suburb, the next point of interconnect was just barely even even used. What they wanted to be able to do was, you know, shift the the traffic, shift the usage, and that yeah. would have helped everyone. Okay. The other thing we're gonna notice this is the final part of it, which isn't really mentioned anywhere, is that in May when all these changes happen, NBN are somehow building in this kind of fifteen percent of headroom into the network. 
Now, if you buy the 100 plan right now, you, you're going to get speeds of around 93, 94. Yeah, that's what I get normally get. 93 what? up, 93 my understanding, down. Yeah. My understanding is that after this is all rolled out, May, June next year, yeah. that's going to go up. So I'm going to get 100. Well, you won't get 100, but 99. you'll get closer to the theoretical. I think yeah. you'll probably end up with 96, 97. Right. But that, but it's Something. a silly thing, and it, no one's going to notice a difference in their day. But no. what's interesting to but me is... But psychologically, you'll think, yeah, I'm getting closer. The number closer. of people that say to me, I'm not getting rid of cable. It's awesome. Look at my speed. It's yeah. 102. <laughs> and I go, yeah. And they go, the Ambient's 93. I'm like, you're not going to notice the difference. Yeah. Trust me. But there's still a difference, though. They've, uh, they want to be technical about it. There is still a difference. But no, it'd be runs. nice to get those that extra bit of speed when yeah. you want. But um, anyway, yeah, details uh, of the Ambien's uh, rigged wholesale plans are at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Do you know, I realised we didn't ask for the room for a particular length of time. Like, I, I wonder if someone's right. going to need this room for a meeting. Well, bad luck, mate. It's going to be interesting, isn't bad it? Bad luck. Are you, like, trying to, are you telling us to hurry up? Like in how meeting, long we got? Only half an hour. In meeting etiquette terms in a corporate business like this, often it's, it's, often it's like, you know, if, if you don't have the room, get kicked out. So this could be this could be diabolical mate, be for us. Controversial, mate. Could be some dramas. Anyway, you keep your eye out over my shoulder. I will, yeah, yeah. There's no one banging on the door just yet. So let's talk about Canon and uh, their decision to now offer five-year warranties mm. on their cameras and yeah. lenses. Smart. Which I think is, yeah, you're right. It's very smart. Very competitive space. In the photographic market, you've got Nikon, Canon, Sony, Olympus, Fuji, all these other brands, Plus right? Plus grey imports. A lot of grey imports. But this is, uh, I think, a demonstration, though, of Canon and how it's a very smart play on their part, A, to retain their customers. Because some customers can be pretty fickle. They can sort of, although if the bows who invest a lot of money in one particular brand stay there, but those new to the game will be looking at this serve, this, this uh, extended warranty, the five-year warranty, and think, well, geez, they must have some confidence in their product And here. that's what their research found. They did yeah. a lot of research, and they found that when people are fr- confronted with two products that are vastly similar in feature set and price, warranty gives them confidence in the product. And yeah. let's be clear, Nikon and Canon sit side by side. For every Canon model, there's an equivalent Nikon. Yes. For every Canon lens, there's an equivalent Nikon lens. And those things, that's why it's so competitive, right? So yeah. what they're doing is saying, you'll move, Nikon. Yeah, like that's totally. what they're saying. Balls and, in your and court. the car market, for example, Kia and people, they yes. have seven-year warranties. What's and mate, that? That, yeah. that seven-year warranty and fixed-price servicing on a Kia, for example, is a number one, like I think yeah. it's a number one reason people would consider a Kia, if not buy it. And I think that's what Canon's showing here is, you look, we're telling you that we, we have faith in this product yeah. for five years. But also, you're going to have faith in it too. Also, too, the, 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 you're right, they did some research, the Consumer Warranty Expectations Survey, which really says what it is. And they also found that there's been this condition uh, in, for, in among customers of, of almost the, sort of the planned obsolescence, the, 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 the yeah. customer thinking that, well, if this has only got a one-year warranty, it's going to be out of date in one year yeah. or two-year warranty. Whereas that's not the case. I think in the case of cameras, like any anyone who's listening who's a photographer who's got a lot of gear, your lenses can last you years. Yes. Uh, we're talking a long time. Even the bodies of your camera yeah. uh, will last you quite a long time. Spot on. So in terms of the, sort of the expectations for a customer that, okay, yeah, well, I can hang on to this for five years. It means it's going to have some life. But you compare that, though, to other major products in our life, like our TVs, and you know better than anyone, your fridges, right? How that I think a fridge is warranty is the three year warranty. I think a fridge offers. Oh, at best, if you get one or two on a, TVs, on a, on a manufacturer. Twelve between twelve months and two years. I think TV warranties are now. So a lot of people are under the impression that okay, after twelve months, if my TV's out of warranty and something goes wrong, that they're stranded. Well, that's not exactly the case. No. Australian consumer law gives you some protection. And this is what's critical, right? <sighs> that you don't need this five year warranty. Everyone, you don't need it because mm. you are covered by Australian consumer law. Yeah. If you have a Canon camera uh, from four years ago. And it's been working great, and you've not dropped it, and you've treated it well, and the shutter stops working. Um, it's I, I would absolutely, but going to bat for you to say that should be covered yeah. under Australian consumer law. Absolutely, it's within the expected life. Yes, and, and I would I would expect Canon think so too. But what they're saying is, we're putting our money where our mouth is. We're putting it on the on the box. Where yeah. we're putting it up in lights that we have that feeling. Most people, you know, if they have an understanding of Australian consumer law, know that they're covered. But it's more about just getting the peace of mind. They're going, well, this thing will last because they're yeah. saying it will. Because they're confident in their, and and they're confident of their product. But let's be clear: the five-year warranty doesn't cover 
if you drop it, no, if you right. drop it in water, like if it's any wear and tear, yeah. so it is it is damage caused outside of Canon's control that's that right. you're not covered for. So a lot of people think, oh, hang on, I broke my phone screen, I can get it covered under warranty. Well, no, you can't no. because you dropped it. Yeah. Same deal the here for, for Canon. Yeah, it didn't just it. suddenly like break on its own just by you looking at it. But um, the uh, it, it is, I think, a smart player on Canon's part and. Just a demonstration, I think, and throwing the gauntlet down to other companies to say, well, try to match this. Yeah, I think it's a great move. It will be interesting to see what Nikon does because yeah. it's essentially... Well, what, what, what choice have they got? They've got to match it. They've got, well, They've got to match in it. In the car space, lots of companies push to five years and then some yeah. have matched on the seven. Others have held out, yeah. but that's because of their own reasons. But yeah. I do think Nikon kind of have to react. And that, but if well, they do, they'll do it quietly because they can't yeah. look like they're reacting. They have to look like they're just implementing a new plan. Interesting what Sony's going to respond to because yeah. Sony's got not just cameras, they've got all these other TVs and yeah. other products. So if they just give a five-year warranty to their cameras to counter the well, Canon... You know, Canon haven't done that with printers, have yeah. they? So I think does it, no, it doesn't cover printers. No, 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 no you're right. It's only, only photographic stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, wow. Interesting. So, yeah, well, you know what? But it moving in the right direction. Oh, absolutely. I think a very good move. I think it's a brilliant move, yeah. and I look forward to seeing how the market shapes up over the next 12 months. Listening to episode 415 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear. Netgear have all your home and small business networking needs covered. If you've got uh, the NBN at your house and you're looking for the best speeds throughout the entire house and maybe even the backyard, Netgear's Orbi has you covered. You've got the Orbi router system. You plug one end, the modem, uh, the, the router into the modem, then you put the satellite somewhere else in the house and it creates a dome of Wi-Fi over your whole home. The other products available are things like Orbi Voice, which has got an Amazon Alexa built in and a speaker, so you can actually stream music directly through the same device that's providing your Wi-Fi. There's an Orbi Outdoor, so you've got an extender to put it outdoor and give your backyard, your pool area, whatever it is, Good Wi-Fi as well because, hey, we're here at KO. If you want to stream your sports by the pool, you need good Wi-Fi. All those things are available from Netgear. You can check them out at netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen, with it. Was it last week we were in Korea? Yeah, we were. Oh, we were time flies. Yeah, yeah, just we having left, fun, isn't it? We were, this time last week we were in Korea. And as we were driving back to, to the airport... We yeah. were both streaming the Elon Musk uh, Cybertruck <laughs> press conference. I don't, I don't think I've spoken about one topic in the past year as this this week on the radio. As much? And, yeah. Yeah, this is... This has uh, really polarised people. Ah, uh, this is just an epic fail. It's just unbelievably <laughs> weird. I epic mean, fail? This had a, more than 200,000 orders. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll challenge you straight up on that. 200,000 orders. $150 down, yeah. No, no. Well, firstly, it's $150 down. It's non, non-committal. Yeah. Secondly, even if all 200,000 orders were in America... Yeah. That's not even one month's worth of pickup truck sales in America. Yeah. Okay, they sell two to three hundred thousand pickup trucks a month. Wow! And those two hundred thousand orders, even if they're all in America, won't be fulfilled over twelve months. It'll take them that long to yeah. build. We're talking about the cyber trucking. It's have a you, pickup if you truck. Worked it out. It's a pickup truck that looks like a mix. Well, it looks like Elon drew it when he was four years old in the Microsoft Paint. <laughs> um, it, Someone did a. Ma- I yes. love the memes that they've put out on this. Some best great ever. ones. The best one I liked was there was a. Um, a shot of remember the game Lara Croft. Remember yeah. Lara Croft? Earliest game version was with this angular that she looked like she was all straight lines. It said this <laughs> that was Lara Croft uh, with the Cybertruck, and the really nice high resolution version had the Model S next to it. So yeah. <laughs> the two different you know, models. The the truck has a tray on it. It has great capacity. It yeah. has great load, but. It, it can only be accessed from the back because the sides are quite high. Yeah. Talk to your son who's got a, a pickup truck. You yeah. know, you, you, sometimes you need to throw something over I the side. I asked him about it, and his response was, wow, but boy, it's ugly. Yeah. Yeah. It's polarizingly ugly. It's made of steel, uh, which means it's bulletproof only in America. Like, well, only in America yeah. would you think of just building a car out of steel so it's bulletproof. But I like the demonstration with the, the sledgehammer, which, and it didn't even put a mark on the door. But then when they went to test the glass, boom, smashed both it. smashed it. Um, it's, so because it's steel, it's going to be super heavy. Heavy. If it was lighter, it'd go better and have a better range, which yeah. is weird. It's also going to be unsafe. Exactly. Like, you get hit by this thing. It's like getting hit by a truck. Well, yeah, it's going to kill like people a, on the like road. A, but the occupants, without mm. a crump, like steel doesn't crumple like aluminium does. Yeah. So the in, the occupant safety is under question. Oh, it'll, it'll be safe. There'll be boron bars everywhere under this thing. No, no, yeah. but the, 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 the ability for a car yeah. to crumple is a big part of yeah. its ability to be safe for occupants. Okay. So there's big questions from ANCAP 
yeah, about right. how safe this maybe car the will front, be. Maybe the front steel is different to the side steel. The the, the light array, I don't think, is legal. So yeah. I, I think this is more a prototype than anything no else. No rear view mirrors. No and, side mirrors. And, and there's no no clear demonstration as to whether their camera technology is going to be Australian design rule regulated yeah. and, and approved. So this thing, I don't think when it comes to market, if it comes to market, it'll actually look like this. <laughs> we, when we were streaming, oh, we were streaming it together. Yep. And um, I kept thinking, this isn't it. He's going to say, you know what? We're, we're it joking. looked like the kind of thing we're that joking. the sides would fall off and underneath would be a pickup <laughs> yeah. truck. So we, we, we were thinking, thinking, oh, okay, this is this is just a G up. When, when is the real one? And then he kept going and he kept going and people are looking at each other thinking, he's And the thing is, I get, I get that he's, he's, try, he's trying to buck the trend. He's trying to create a new vision. He's trying to you know give that, yeah. that future vision. But I genuinely believe i love tesla right i genuinely believe that if they'd have rolled out a uh, like an f-150 style truck yeah but with you know different angles and a more tesla look yeah and there were pretty good plenty of good mock-ups with the same running gear the same range oh. the same power and performance he would have sold a million of the things yeah exactly right exactly i think well i'm telling you he yeah. would have actually you know transitioned customers but you whereas there's not a single existing pickup owner that's buying this thing. Yeah. They're all going, they're just new Tesla fans. But but what other people are saying, though, it's saying that the more they see it, the more they're liking it. Including me, I've got to say. The more I look at it, the more I'm... I'm well, you've had... It's you, like, you're used to that. It's you've like, got what's, what's it called? You know, it's like, have you ever heard... <laughs> have, have you heard of a thing called the Helsinki Syndrome? Yeah. Where the, that's a, a, a thing where someone kidnaps you. Is it the Stockholm? Long, the, is it the Stockholm Syndrome? Stockholm okay, whatever it is. They mentioned it in Die Hard. Great Christmas movie. It's not they a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas it's movie. It's just a movie. It's a Christmas movie. It's just a movie. Okay, we'll have that discussion separate. But what I'm trying to get at is... Love Actually longer, is a Christmas movie. Yeah, that is. But the longer you are with your captor, the more chance you are of growing to like them and have a hey, relationship with 415 them. 415 shows. I mean... Will they, will <laughs> What are you trying to say, Trev? This podcast is, yes. is proof positive of Please, Stockholm Syndrome. Someone help me, help me escape. <laughs> Hang on, who's the captor? Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> we'll leave that up to the listeners to decide. But you know what I mean? Like it's it's well, the longer you look at it, the the long the some people are coming around. Yeah, well, but you you hit on a very good uh, topic, a uh, very good point earlier about the popularity of utilities in America. Yeah. and here. Yeah, yeah, number one and so selling cars for, here as for well. For Tesla to make a dent, pardon the pun into that market, they needed to do something out of the box. They needed to do something absolutely turn it on its head kind of release that will get people like people talking. But to, this is the biggest market in, in, in both Australia and America and probably yeah. other countries as well, right? million vehicles a year in America. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how many here, but it's like 6,000 just Rangers and, and Hiluxes here a yeah. month. Um, rather than getting 0.01% of the market... Why wouldn't you release a vehicle mm. that could actually take sales away? Yeah, get your like son is the perfect the example, right? Yeah. In three years from now, he will be due a new new pickup, right? Yeah, yeah. And his his father owns a Tesla. The infrastructure's at your home. You've got solar panels. Yeah, yeah. Why the hell wouldn't he want uh, a Tesla pickup truck? I'll tell you why. Because it's fugly. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. No, he's. Re- I, I sent him the link to my story. He he finally read one of my stories on my website. First time ever. First time he's done it. And uh, he said, oh, wow. Yes, but geez, it's ugly. And, and the performance uh, is incredible. Like the tri-motor all-wheel drive is faster than a Porsche 911. It wasn't a 911 in the, in the video, but okay. anyway. Yeah. 2.9 seconds, also, 0 to 100. They, they showed a tug-of-war with a Ford pickup truck. An they, F-150, yeah. yeah the, the pickup truck had no load in the back, and it was in two-wheel drive mode. Like, uh, so Ford have said, yeah, Ford have blown so up much. about that, haven't they? Yeah. Send us a Cybertruck. We'll do a proper test. Okay. <laughs> now, that I'd see. That yeah, I'd yeah. like to see. Look, uh, I get it. It's great publicity, but... He, Do you reckon, like, he should not be allowed to host events. <laughs> I was going to ask. He's awful. Is Would this have been his idea and, yes. and someone say, listen, Elon, I said to you in the car, yeah. he is surrounded by people well, who yes, are man, afraid reckon? to say, come on, Mate, guys. You're joking, aren't you? That's yeah. a G up. That, right. we, we can't relate. What they should have done was say, this is our vision and this is what it's capable of. Yeah. We're, we're six months away from releasing the design. That so, would have been smart. So do you reckon? Like, oh no, and also, got a, got just a bring design. him out for one or two things. He can't present. Right. It's terrible. But just on just on the actual design, he wouldn't have done the design this himself. He's got a design. I think he did. He's got a design team. I think he did it on a on a napkin. <laughs> Build with a <that>. ruler. <laughs> well, definitely. There's no curved lines in this thing. Take the tires out of it. There is not a curved line on that car. Someone said it's like a car they drew in kindergarten. Looks like that. Someone had a great meme of a, a doorstop. You know the doorstop that's got a little yeah. bump in the top. Of it. Someone said it was like that. 
They've been entertaining the memes, I have to say. They're pretty good. I'm telling you, that, that company could be so much more. Yeah. I genuinely believe that. They've got the technology. They've got the infrastructure. That They just haven't got the scale. They're, they're working on scale in terms yeah. of production. But Elon needs to, needs to be a, a, a father figure. Yeah. To the to the company with someone better running the business. But let me let me play devil's He's advocate. terrible. Let me play devil's advocate here for a moment, Trevor. Mm. This car's not going to hit the road for three years. Mate. Who's to say in three years' time this isn't going to be fashionable? Three years from now. That's like three saying years. fat will be in in three years, well, Stephen. Then we've got no problem then. Yeah, we'll be Bring we'll it be, on. We'll I'll wait fine. it out, okay? We'll be fine. But, but let me tell you. But this isn't going to... We're not going to... The, the earliest this is going to be on the road yeah. is late... 2021 and um, probably 2022. I that car will not be seen in Australia till 2024. Okay, mark my words. So by then, it's going to be probably fashionable. We'll be living on the moon, <laughs> Mars. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, he's doing that as well. So he could Just Elon Musk can give you thing, he can give you a lift with SpaceX to Mars. Hey, I'd be happy if they sent him over there. <laughs> All right. Look, I'm a Tesla driver, so I'm a fan. I I, I like it. This look. It shocked me at first, but I don't know. It's grown on me. The more I look at it, it's grown on me. You're gonna put it this way: you're gonna turn heads on the road with this thing. You're gonna, mate, you're gonna turn a lot of heads. Kills people. If you drive this up around, this is gonna turn heads. Shocking. And and crush other cars and do go. stuff. It's like a that. monster truck. Two blokes talking tech. This is two blokes talking tech. I'd like to introduce a little touch of controversy to the show. Yes, well, a little controversy. Touch. What was that just then? That oh, that was controversial. But we'll here we're, we're talking. We're talking about um, a former prime minister, a chi- an embattled Chinese company. Yes. So here are the players of this little controversy that I'm talking about, and the former prime minister I'm talking about is Malcolm Turnbull, who on his last day as prime minister, did you know this? Yes, it he was made the decision to exclude Huawei from the 5G right. rollout yep, just on his Scomo, very last just day. Just before ScoMo walked in and said, "Yeah, you're gone," you got my support, and then took over. Um, so that was obviously not good news for Huawei. But in the meantime, Huawei and and, and there was an inquiry that was held in the UK uh, Parliamentary Committee on Science and Technology. And the basis for Malcolm Turnbull's uh, decision to exclude Huawei was his idea that the core and outer core of the network weren't connected. So that's just to put it in really simple terms. He's saying that the, the risk... Of the so the edge of the network, there was no real edge of the 5G network. Whereas in the inquiry in the UK found that the core and non-core radio access networks in 5G were separate architecture. So basically, what it means is that your data would be protected from the Huawei part of the network. So they're yeah. not going to take your data and send it to China, basically. So that was his decision in when he in back in when when was that 2017? Yeah. And so now. He appeared on Sky News and was asked about China and Australia, and, and this came up again. And he basically just regurgitated the same reason that he gave back then to exclude Huawei. Yep, yep. And, but in the interim, there had been this UK parliamentary committee that found there was a, there was a clear separation between the two. And the, in fact, the UK are still considering Huawei as a vendor. Yeah. So Huawei with good reason, are upset that he's still trotting out what they're claiming is false, is, is wrong information that he was given. Yeah. And uh, they're not too happy about it. And rightly so. And we've talked about this so many times. Like, there's A, there's no proof of any of the dramas anyway. But secondly, even if you're going to make a decision like this, it has to be legitimately supported by correct facts. And frankly, if, if it was at the time thought that way and it's been proven otherwise since, it should go back to the Prime Minister. Yeah. But the problem is, mate, most Australians go, oh, I'm scared of China. Like, they just, it's just this default thing. Uh, yeah. We're all scared of China having our data or something. Mate, 90% of bloody Optus and Vodafone telecommunications right now happening via, already, via, via Huawei, Huawei technology. Already, so if we're under threat, aren't we already under threat? We should also talk about the fact that uh, there was also uh, on the Australian government a fair bit of pressure from the US government to um, give them a wide berth also. Trump was uh, yeah. he's not the Huawei's biggest fan. And as a result of their black band, Huawei now can't do business with American companies like Google, 
We've just seen the Mate 30 Pro. Which have you seen the Mate? You got the Mate 30 Pro? Yep. No, I've it, got it, it, it is. I've got it. I've tried to side. Like I'd like to think I'm pretty savvy when it comes to technology. Not even I can sideload all the apps that I want on this thing. Yeah. So I think your average customer is going to struggle. So that compounded with this 5G decision and, and uh, Huawei are really doing it tough at the moment. Yeah. And uh, so naturally they're they're going to they're going to call out the pri- the former prime minister yeah, when absolutely. he's still trotting out the same incorrect information. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know where this is going to go, though, for them. What's going to happen? Mate, I just think they've got no chance of, of maintaining the size of business in Australia that they've had yeah. for some time now. They, they had great growth, and we said this when the Mate 30 was announced. They've had great growth, um, but they can't continue it, and I don't know how they recover from it. Mm. Uh, even if in, in one year from now, uh, Donald Trump visits the Huawei headquarters and says this is a great company, yeah. I don't know how they recover. I really don't, because you don't get confidence back. You build, yeah. you build brand... But I don't know how you get it back. But still, you know what? We should mention, they're still doing a roaring trade in China. Good on in them. In China, but, they're killing it. But in fact, so good. I, I read the other day that the the share market share in China for, of, for Apple was only 6%. Sure, but the, their growth is in other markets. Yeah. That, that's where they need the, the international growth. Yeah, so. but if, if they've just got China, they're still doing pretty good. But yeah, you're right. Other markets, they're, they're taking a hit, including here in Australia. Check it out. Stephen has the full story. Techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. I can clearly remember four years ago getting going to an event, I'm pretty sure that was down um, at uh, the, the Park Hyatt on the harbour at uh, the Rocks uh, for Epson, yep. uh, where they were talking about disposable printer cartridges, you know, ink cartridges, and how they had a new thing called EcoTank. Printer with little tanks of ink built into it. You buy the printer, more expensive. But you buy it, it'll last a couple of years. Yeah, with enough ink. I'm like BS at will. Mate, <laughs> I've, had it for, done. I've had it for four years. Still sitting in our house. It's still the one the kids print their assignments on. Amanda prints all the baseball stuff. So we still use it all the time. Yeah. And we filled it up once. Yeah. I filled it up once in four years. Uh, they have now sold 40 million of those printers around the world. Epic. And they've yeah. got f- six new models coming to market in Australia. Five of them are black and white multifunctions. One of them's a new color unit. Genuinely... Impressive stuff. The the prices yep. are like from two hundred and twenty up to five hundred, depending on the functions yeah. of the thing. But I'm see, using for, the previous model. For like two hundred and twenty bucks, you're getting a black and white. This is for a black and white one. You get a black and white printer that will last you two years before you need to put fifteen dollars worth of ink in it. Yeah, it's genius. Now you buy a if you buy a fifty or sixty dollar printer. Yeah, it's cheap. I get that, but you realise the printer cartridge in it is already low on ink. Yes, they're, it's, a, they're it's a demo cartridge. Just so you can go and, and the buy new more. cartridge is sixty or seventy bucks. Cost you more than the printer. So, and if you've got kids, if you've got kids printing out assignments and stuff, like yeah. I remember before I had my, I had a Canon um, similar model Eco yep. Tank. I don't know what they call theirs, but then I had the Epson. I remember when all my kids were at school, I'm thinking I was at JB Hi Fi once and once every couple of weeks yeah. buying bloody ink cartridges. Yep. Now it is not a problem at all. Uh, and, and I think I've had my Epson for um, it's two years, I've had that now, and yeah. haven't still got the spare set of bottles there to fill it up when yeah, I'm ready. I think I bought bottles. I bought bottles a year ago thinking I need them again they're still sitting there yeah. ready to go so I mean it's just it's an unbelievable so, technology um, it's a credit to them selling 40 million of the bloody things 40 and, uh, mil I genuinely think it's a great printer to have uh, if, you, if you need a home or small business yeah, it's printer. about time they did it because like the, the, the cartridges it's basically like if you were getting an oil change in your car it'd be like changing the whole engine yeah. instead of just changing the oil yeah. now all you do is changing the oil spot on um, I put that up at uh, EFTM.com this is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. I really should tweet the photo of the last line of this and just see if anyone can read it. I can read it now. I've, I've, I've spent some time. Galaxy A90, it says. You can't read that? You're not wearing your glasses, mate? You got your glasses? <laughs> <laughs> too soon, mate. Too soon. <laughs> really? I'm sorry. Right. Too well, you soon. You put it out on Instagram. Mate, Come she on, mate. said to me. You put it out on Instagram first stories. Time in we're referring 40- to the fact, by the way, before you say anything, Trevor, we're referring to the fact that Trevor needs glasses. First time he needs in 40, reading glasses. 43 years I've had an eye test. Uh, she okay. was lovely. Um, yeah. She took a photo of my retina. Yeah. I put that on Instagram because I, I said, that's that. an epic photo. I said, can yeah. you email that, email that to me? She goes, what? Well, email me that. It's awesome. She, I think I was the first person ever that's asked. She's like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Anyway, mate, listen, my vision, exceptional. Right. Like she was blown your, away. Your distance vision. She was blown away okay. with what I could read, what I could see. Right. But up front, up close in that first foot, just yeah, it mate. just needs a tweak. You just get, a small tweak. You're getting old, mate. So are you. You're getting old, I know. 
But I don't need. I, I can get a buy without reading glasses. That's great, mate. You had laser surgery. Well, no, I tell you eyes. why though. No, I did have laser surgery. That's to fix my short sightedness, which could affect I don't care. It's which still could bad affect eyes, a five year old. Like it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it, so? But here's the thing though. Like I know I inherited that from my dad. My dad wears glasses uh, or used to wear glasses. He had some surgery as well. But what I noticed with him that when he got um, more. As he got older, he was used to take off his glasses, which he needed to see distance to read. So I'm thinking, well, I'm gonna because your yeah, eyes change, I'll go the opposite way. So I'm thinking that's probably why I don't need glasses all the time to read right. at, at the moment because my eyes are sort of compensating the other way. It was a remarkable thing to go through, you know, yeah. 15 minutes of testing, because then she said, do you want to give me a bit of paper? She said, no, no, read your phone. Like, bring up an email. Yeah. So I'm looking at my email like this, and I went, oh, I can read. And then she put a you know demo set of, and I just went, oh, wow. <laughs> like, it's yeah. it's amazing. It's, 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 it's amazing like, what you think you can, you're like missing It's like when you're out. on manual focus on a camera, yeah. and you go, that looks good, and then you go, oh, geez, look at that. Yeah. You know what an SLR, how they've got that little focus on the, on the viewfinder, yes. and you're looking through it, and you go, oh, hang on a minute, click, because click. What you're seeing is what you think everyone else sees. You think, oh, that's how the phone should look. And then when you put the glass on, you think, hello. Yeah. Anyway, so... Uh, so you're, all those spelling mistakes tomorrow, on our WhatsApp chats, I'll know why now. Oh, <laughs> tomorrow, I'm going to go to OPSM with, with Amanda. I'm going to check out some glasses. Yeah. Well, that's good. And make sure you don't buy ladies' glasses like George, George Costanza. Costanza. Anyway, what, what we were... that We alluded to that because he reckons he can't read my writing. I reckon it's That's nothing to do with my eyesight. I reckon it's because he's blind. What I was going to talk about... What I've written on the you list write is clearly... Clearly... <laughs> <laughs> what I've clearly written without my glasses that Trevor needs, Galaxy A90. And that's their new yep. 5G phone that is uh, has just gone on sale and it's only 1049 bucks. Really? It's I thought it was the cheapest no, C5G. I nearly, I nearly made that mistake and, as well. And uh, it isn't actually. There's a Xiaomi uh, 5G which is like only available online at $700. Um, so it's the cheapest I've said from a major brand. Cheapest yeah. 5G phone from a major brand. So this is a the Galaxy A90 it was announced a few months ago but is now available 1049 bucks. So it is uh, has the 6.7 inch full HD Super AMOLED Infinity U display, so it's got a little notch at the top, yep. top middle for the selfie camera. It's got a 48 megapixel main camera with a 5 and an 8 megapixel ultra wide camera. Selfies uh, through the 32 megapixel front facing camera, so that's pretty good. Mm. There's also, and you'll enjoy this, there's a floor detector for your selfies as well, so you can take uh, Imagine that. photos. Every time you take a selfie, it's like, no, floor detector. no, no. <laughs> 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 so, uh, and also, of course, having 5G connectivity, you can use it on Telstra and Optus networks yep. in 5G areas, of course. And uh, enjoy those faster download and streaming speeds. It's got a, I'm really impressed with the size of the battery, 4,500 milliamp hour battery. So really get you through the day. It's also got fast charging, 25 watt fast charging. And also has Samsung DeX as well. So you can connect this to, you can connect this to, you've done something there, haven't you? You can connect this to your computer or your TV <laughs> yeah. and uh, and be able to do your access your emails and documents and stuff on there as well. Great photo. Yeah. I've put an Insta story up with a photo of your handwriting and I've said, what does this say? Okay. I do think the A90 gives it away. Words. I Some think the A90 gives it away, but uh, okay. let's see what people say, mate. Sure, mate. No, they'll be able to read it. Not a problem. Sure, Not sure, a sure, problem. Sure. Great handwriting. Anyway. Great handwriting. But that's, that's uh, the Galaxy A90. And it's available uh, now through, uh, who, you can get it through Samsung and all the yeah, major so retailers. They've, they've all got them. Telcos, Telstra, Telstra and Optus got, got it. it. $1,049. bucks. let us just quickly, while we finish up, just think about Samsung now for a minute. Yep. A20, A30, A50, A70, A90, S10, E, S10, S10 Plus, yeah. S10 5G. They've nailed Note, the range. Note 10, Note 10 Plus. Between $279 and two grand. Yeah. Mate, there's a step all the way. Eh? For a brand that that is renowned for their mobile phones, because yeah. they've they've built that, anyone that has coin to spend on a mobile phone yeah. is in consideration for their. That's Absolutely that's the smartest right. thing they've done in the last year. Yeah. is build that entire range. App, Apple can't say that. No. Apple, Apple are just high end and imagine, want you to spend. Oh, it's so annoying because imagine if yeah. there was an Apple iPhone SE yeah. two that was three seven nine three yeah. seven nine right. Five inch, even five seven nine. Nah, three seven nine would be just aren't they would yeah. mate. No other company Super basic. would survive. Yeah. Oppo, Huawei, they'd yeah. all be smashed. Yeah, because why would like Jackson is annoyingly continually asking for an iPhone. I'm like, mate, you got you got everything, mate. You got AirPods. I got a set of shoes sent to me yesterday. I'm like, they fitted him, <laughs> so he's wearing those. Like he's yeah. got everything. Stop yeah. being a little narc. But yeah, like why do you need an iPhone? He just wants one. Oh, okay. He's yeah. not getting one because no way I'm buying because he'll break it and he'll yeah. be upset because he'll he'll see the cost of it. 
Yeah. But it's just this desirable thing. Yeah. I know, and that, that's that's the genius of Apple's marketing is yeah. that they've made it that that, that, that people want to aspire to yeah. it. But, Two uh, blokes talking yeah. tech episode four hundred and fifteen live from KO headquarters. I, I didn't see them bring out a cake for us, but there's a cake. Uh, there is was there? a cake for their for their birthday. Their there's first a lot, birthday. Lot of blue, a lot of balloons out there too. I Happy birthday, too. KO, and well done to everyone yes. who works here. It is a great service. I, I love it. I um I use it a lot. Um, I, the twenty five bucks a month. I put it this way. I'm cancelling Foxtel before I cancel KO. Okay. Like I've, I've stupidly got both. Yeah. Um, and I love 4K. Well, I've only got Foxtel because I I got Foxtel and Foxtel now, so I I, don't, I, I get everything through them. Yeah. See, but I I like the additional camera uh, yeah. camera angles and all the things that come That's on KO. That's for the F1 and stuff, aren't they? Yeah. And yeah. the and the VHS. And cars. plus, you can have how many screens at a time? Four. Four. And you know, I love yeah. the 4K. That's Wall Street it, stuff. 4K on Foxtel at the moment for the cricket looks amazing. But yeah. So yeah, we should say KO Sports is HD, enough. not 4K. Correct. Yeah. 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 All right, do, you help, do you reckon they'll ever go 4K? I think at some point, but it'll be a while away, I reckon. Well, but the, won't they take away from Foxtel, though? Foxtel IQ4? That could be another problem. Yeah, I'd Don't say know. they're going to stick to HD. Maybe. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for downloading. We'll be back in next week with 416. episode of uh, Two Blokes Talking Tech uh, here at the Stockholm Syndrome headquarters. <laughs> See you, Stephen. <laughs> Bye-bye. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.